Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Hello there. Today, I have a riddle for you. What is it that your child does that comes across like fingernails dragging across a chalkboard? You have any ideas? Well, here's a hint. Your child repeatedly says, that's not fair. I'm not doing that anymore. Stop him. He looked at me. What would you say that is? You would be right if you said whining. When I think back when our children were little, I remember how the whining just used to drive me nuts. It took me a while, but eventually, out of desperation, I figured it out. I learned how to deal with it in a positive way, and I learned why they would whine and the best way for me to deal with it. As in the case with most childhood behaviors, as you wouldn't imagine, research has been done on a number of reasons why children whine. Now, Dr. Aaron Levi says that there are five reasons why children whine, according to research. One is because they need your help or your resources. The second one is because they need more connection or positivity. Then she says number three is because they need to express feelings. And four would be because they have a sensitive or feisty temperament. And then the last one, number five, is in response to variable reinforcement. Now, she also gives things that you can try depending on the reason your child is is whining, one of those five reasons. Uh, And I have to admit, they're good things to try. But for me, and you might agree with me or may not, it all boils down to one reason. That reason is because the child has figured out that it works. It gets the parent's attention. A high-pitched whine is very effective because there's only so much of it that a parent can take, right? The parent has to respond or they'll continue to hear that sound. You know, that sound that sounds like nail scraping across the chalkboard. Now, whining is pretty common, actually. Starting at an early age, most, most kids will recognize that whining can be very, very effective to get them what they want. In fact, it's so effective in annoying pa- uh, parents into submission that it almost comes across like a strategy that the child has thought up, but it really isn't. Actually, it's a learned behavior. And parents, we contribute to it. Now, I want you to think back to a time when your child calmly asked you for something. Perhaps at the time you were pretty busy and you didn't respond. Then he may have repeated himself 
and added a little tug on your arm to get your attention. Then gradually he added a small sound along with that tugging. And then he'd tug and add that small sound again. He figured out that that got your attention. Then after going through some of these scenarios a few times, he no longer decided that he was going to ask politely. He went straight for the jugular and he started tugging and making that whining sound. And what about you? Well, just like I did the first time, you give in to what he wants in order to get him from making that, stop him from making that irritating sound. What he does, actually, he starts experimenting with different sounds and he finally learns which one works on your nerves the best. He even discovers that he doesn't even have to be close to you. He doesn't have to tug anymore. He can get your attention just by making that screeching sound, that whining sound. Now you have a full-blown whine with added words. Can I have a cookie? That's not fair. He looked at me. I did it the last time. Make her do it this time. Why do I always have to take the trash out? And it goes on and on and on. He now has a new and improved way to get what he wants and to get it fairly quickly. Does this sound familiar to you? I know it certainly is very familiar to me. Now, let me ask you, can you see where it came from? You're right. You ignored your child's polite questions, but you answered him when he started tugging and whining. Yep, we reinforced the whine. Now, it is always important to remember also that your child models your behaviors. So what I want you to remember is that nagging is an adult behavior that translates into whining to your children. So basically, he's mimicking you. So I would the nagging, especially in front of your child. So there you have it. If a child asks for something in a polite way and is ignored a few times, you can bet you the whining is going to start. The child will raise the volume until he gets what he wants. A small child now will, will holler or roll around on the floor, throws a tantrum, and may even just decide that he's going to do a, a backhand flip, but he's all over the floor and whining and crying and whining. An older child is a lot more sophisticated. He or she will just stick with the whining, right? Now, it's time for us to put a stop to this stuff, because if you don't intervene, the whining will just get worse. And unfortunately, a whining kid will more likely turn out to be a whiny adult or a very nagging adult. Now, let's take a look at some ways to stop it. If your child whines and you know he's not sick, and you also know that you've been giving him a lot of attention and you've spent time with him so he's not feeling neglected, then it's time to set a plan in motion. The best way to stop it 
is to respond the first time your child comes to you for attention. Now, I know sometimes this is right in the middle of some of your busiest times, and you may even be on the phone. So what you might want to do is try making eye contact and holding up a finger so that he knows you'll be with him in a minute. Now, let's back up a little bit. In order for the child to know what that signal means, you know, that holding up that finger and looking him in the eye, in order for him to know what that means, you're going to have to make sure you've explained the rules ahead of time. Talk to him and let him know that whining is no longer acceptable in your home. Tell him exactly what you expect and how he is to respond when he wants something. Let him know that he'll no longer get what he wants if he carries on in that screeching whining episode. Then be very, very consistent in telling him exactly what to do and what to expect. And then once again, be consistent so that he'll know you mean business. Now, I get it. This is going to be very painful at first because you'll have to re- have to tolerate that screeching sound and it can seem like it's never ending. But hang in there and remember, if the whining is not rewarded, he's eventually going to stop. In reality, your child is really asking you for help. You just have to model the appropriate behavior for him. Tell him what you don't like about his behavior. Now, mind you, I'm saying what you don't like about his behavior. Don't say anything like, I don't like you when you do this. You want to say your behavior is not correct and you're going to have to change it. The child should never feel unloved when he's whining. Now, say something like, Johnny, I don't like it when you whine. If you want a glass of milk, just say, Mommy, will you give me a glass of milk, please? Then you tell him that starting today, he will not get anything when he goes about the whining episode. Unfortunately, now, most kids are going to test you to see if you really mean it. But you must stick to the plan. And remember, you're going to have to do some deep breathing for sure, because this could be a long haul, but it will be worth it in the long run. Your child may be whining because it has become a habit, and you will have to provide warnings and remind him of the household rules. No whining. Ask me for what you want in this type of tone, and then it will take place. Let him know that begging, pleading, and repeatedly asking for something are all examples of whining. And you will not respond, tell him that you will not respond when he carries on like that. And again, I'm going to emphasize, you're going to have to stick to the plan be consistent. Stay calm. Don't give in. This is really hard when your child is throwing himself on the floor and 
<clears throat> excuse me, and repeating the same thing over and over and over again in that screechy chalkboard f- sound. But take deep breaths, think pleasant thoughts, make sure you don't give in and say, fine, you can have another cookie. Just stop whining. Because you know what? If he gets that other cookie because of whining, he is not going to hear the other part of that just stop whining. So saying this just teaches your child that whining is the way to get what he wants. So I'm going to emphasize again, stick with the plan. You're going to have to ignore the whining. If your child is doing this, you keep if you keep talking to him, remember just by the mere fact that he's whining and you're continuous, continuously talking to him is reinforcing the behavior because he's getting your attention. So when he's carrying on like that, ignore him. Go about your activities and ignore what he is doing. I know, believe me, that this is easier said than done, but it'll pay off and be worth it in the long run. By the way, be prepared. Your child may whine louder and louder and louder just to pull you back into his little whining session because he sees that he's he's winning. Remember, stick to the plan. Eventually, your child is going to see that he's not winning in this little whining battle of his and he'll stop. I don't know how long it'll take, but the more consistent you are with it, the better the results. Once the whining has stopped completely, give your child positive reinforcement. So one day he may start whining and then stop. So as soon as he stops and you see him sitting there quietly playing, just walk over and acknowledge and say something positive. Say something like, I really like the way you're playing quietly with your toys. Now the next hour or the next day or the next minute, he may decide he's going to give that little whining thing another try. But once again, you are going to have to stick to the plan. And at some point, you will be totally free of this. So to prevent whining in the future, you want to teach your child to recognize how he is feeling and teach him how to deal with his feelings when he's upset. Teach him appropriate ways to deal with them. And once again, he's going to be watching you to see how you're dealing with things. And oh, by the way, he will be listening to see if you are doing that adult thing called nagging. Whining is something that most children will engage in, and believe it or not, it's considered developmentally appropriate. But just because it's developmentally appropriate does not make it any easier to tolerate. And as the saying goes, you are entitled to your feelings, and you know what? So is your child. It's up to you to help your child to learn how to deal with the feelings that he's experiencing without whining. It's up to you to help your child know and learn how to ask for something politely. So we're not giving up. 
How could we? According to 2 Corinthians 4.16, even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us on the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. That's 2 Corinthians 4.16 of the Message Version of the Bible. So, once again, I encourage you to stick to the plan as you parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.